Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good rising and a beautiful start to your day. Today, I want to dive into the power of gratitude. And to start, I'm going to give you a little story of when I had an amazing experience going back to the stomping grounds of where my father comes from. Now, when I was 16, I had the opportunity to spend two weeks in Kingston, Jamaica. And we, of course, chose to stay at a very nice hotel. However, my dad wanted to go back to one of his old houses and a place that we still have, but it does reside in a very troubled ghetto. This was my first conscious experience that I was able to see and feel and hear and smell everything that a ghetto truly has. When we first arrived on the lane, and this is a dead-end lane with not much space. There's about three tin roof shanties at the beginning. There's about three houses that are well-gated with lots of bars, lots of barbed wire. And at the time, I was very nervous and unsure of what was going to happen. Now, in those territories, the youths are very uneducated, aggressive, and unfortunately ignorant and arrogant. And when we first arrived on the lane, we had about six young men stop the car and check who was in the vehicle. And I remember my heart going up to my throat because I could see these individuals had guns and that they had such harsh screw faces, as what we call it in Jamaica, that it could cut you like a knife. Now, fortunate enough for us, my dad is someone they call boss because they know him, they've seen him, and a lot of them have grown up on the lane seeing him visit. So I got a very big sense of relief when they said, okay, it's boss, man, yeah, man, let him through. And I realized we were going to be okay, because at any point, those guys could rob, kill, and steal anything they want and have no remorse. So to be first step seeing this anger and hostility within these guys' hearts really gave me an initial perspective of what we were walking into. Now, of course, at the time, I was very innocent. I'm coming from Canada, where I grew up privileged, and I never had to see or feel such harsh conditions. Now, once they opened their arms to us, as I would put it, we were received with so much grace and love because those who live on the lane are only doing that for their own protection and safety because there's many people around who do not have their best interest at heart. Now, my dad always has the intention of when he goes back to Jamaica, he visits, he cooks a big pot of food, we cook up a lot of different type of things for the lane, and we try to bring everyone together with joy and happiness because many of them have very little if not nothing. And in this experience, I realized 
how much I need to be grateful for. Now, when I was deciding to mingle around with the kids, the guys that were actually my age were those guys at the front of the lane that were walking around with guns, that were walking around with knives, and walking around as if they were soldiers in a war zone. When I realized I had no place to fit in with those guys, I ended up playing soccer with the little kids in the lane at the very back of the lane, which is the safest part of the area. Now, to give you a better picture, when you come into the lane, one side has a couple shanties in the houses and the other side is an eight-foot concrete wall. And on the top of that wall, they put broken glass, they put different knives and shanks so that if anyone tries to hop that wall, you're going to get severely hurt and somebody's going to notice. So for me, I was wearing a Ronaldo Brazilian shirt. I was just coming in with wide eyes and so innocent. And I naturally attracted to just playing soccer with the kids that were probably about three, four, five, six, seven, eight, that age group. Once they get to about 10 in Jamaica, some of them get very mature at a young age because of that harsh environment. That conditioning trains them to almost be an adult. And the conversations you can have with those kids, you really do feel like you're talking to an adult. But that gives you a perspective of how fast they have to be aware and conscious of their surroundings and have eyes looking in all directions just to survive because it is a concrete jungle there. Now it is hot, it's 100 degrees. It doesn't always smell that nice, of course, in the ghetto. You see a lot of screw faces and people you don't want to catch eyes with. I'm seeing guys walking around with guns on their waist, rolling weed left, right, center. Guys playing domino and drinking red stripe. And this is just another day. But for me, this was completely different. Now, fortunate enough, we had family that still live on the lane and make sure that they keep eyes out for if certain types of people start to show up and give us a warning that it may not be safe anymore to stick around. Luckily, we were able to spend the full day and we even spent a couple nights there. And inside this house, it was just literally a bed, a kitchen and a bathroom and very little to furnish everything. A TV that has antenna with a couple channels. There's no working hot water. The shower wasn't working, so I had to use just a, a cloth and cold water to just wipe my face and clean myself. There's ants and roaches in different places, and especially in a hot climate, if you leave food out, they're going to find it, and they're going to be infested. But having this experience gave me so much grounding and then appreciation for everything I truly have in my life, and it sometimes brings tears. Because seeing where my dad's coming from and where he is now is truly amazing. And I'm very thankful for all the times and effort he's put in to survive that jungle and create a life that I can live that is very privileged. That experience is what gave me so much gratitude 
to have ambition, to have so much drive to pursue becoming a professional baseball player, to having a mental toughness to realize people out there have it much worse than I do. And I need to not make excuses for my life or to be procrastinating and wasting time because those people would be literally giving everything they could to be in my shoes. And I mean everything because they didn't even have shoes. <laughs> Seeing little kids have nothing and having so much in their eyes. It's truly hard to see. But that's going to bring me to what I'm going to talk about today, which is the power of gratitude and how gratitude creates a positive attitude. Now, I let myself cry. I let my emotions come because it is truly something that can help us heal and help us have a much better perspective in how we handle life. So I ask you, what do you have today? And what would you be willing to sacrifice in order to have what you have today? Because there's many people in the world today that woke up with nothing, that have to walk miles to get fresh water, that have no hot water, they have no electricity, they have no heat. All they have is the people around them and the opportunities of trying to survive. And one thing I will say, the people who I met along the way, they made two choices in the ghetto. You either choose to be angry, to be bitter, to stay ignorant and arrogant and stay on the lane until one day you either get killed or you get put in jail or you just get put into the system. Or people chose to try and educate themselves, become conscious and aware. They pray more. They try to uplift others around them and they become conscious. And this is why people like Bob Marley are such a wise figure that we all look towards for many of us that have listened to his lyrics and heard where he's coming from because he comes from Trenchtown. And that's where my dad comes from. Seeing tin roofs and poverty gives you so much to appreciate when you have everything here in a first world nation. And it should give you all the strength to achieve and go after everything your heart desires. So I'm going to have and a great message today of the power of gratitude. And I'm also going to give you guys some mindfulness techniques to ensure you guys align with your dream life. Gratitude is a perspective that changes the complete outlook of your life. Did you wake up today thankful for everything you do have? Or did you wake up resentful for everything you don't have? Starting every day by writing down five things you are grateful for, you will see how powerful this technique is and how it creates everything you want in your life. Taking the time to be more mindful today is the difference between growth or regression. Imagine you woke up in that ghetto with no basic necessities and you had to work tediously 
just to survive? Would you be more grateful if the next day you woke up back in where you are today? I would think so. But why did you need that experience and extreme poverty just to understand the privilege and opportunity that you have right in front of you? Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy here. And sometimes people there, when we try to give back and send things to them, they think it's all a bed of roses here. But little do they know that we have to work very hard here to still put a roof over our head, to put food on the table, and to bring the people into our life and support them that we need. Now, the issue with human beings is they tend not to see what they really have until it's taken away. A terrible mindset created by generational irrational logic and a crazy amount of greed. Be present, focused, and in tune with your life and your purpose. Because focusing on other people and being envious or jealous will only lead you to resentment, that bitterness, and anger. And this is what I saw in the ghetto. I saw them seeing everything else, everything that everyone else had around them that was more. Because there is wealthy people in Kingston. There is New Kingston and there is downtown where the ghettos are. And they're watching and seeing and looking at everyone else but they're missing the power they have to potentially get themselves out of that situation because there's amazing people that come out and my dad is one of them. How can you create a full life full of love and joy and happiness if you can't enjoy the basics of life? You need to be detached from vanity and material because at the end of the day, we can't take it with us after this life. But memories, experiences, and bonds we definitely can. Our perception of what is successful or happy has been skewed by terrible ideologies and a materialistic mindset. Wealth, the ability to travel, and have those great experiences in your life can all be lived gracefully when you focus on yourself and aligning with a positive mindset. Starting your day with gratitude puts thoughts into your mind. This leads to positive words being spoken which leads to wiser actions taking place. And this is then creating a healthier and more mindful lifestyle full of habits that you truly align with, which over time creates the dream of a life. There is no secret to your best life. It just takes daily mindfulness practice, positive perspectives, control of your responses, and an immense amount of gratitude for what you do have in your life. Many people are on the pursuit of happiness, but they never take a step in the actual right direction. How can one create happiness if your focus is towards the results versus the process, vanity versus detachment, and a destination versus the journey, and as well using stuff to fill the voids that make you happy? It's literally impossible. Your mind doesn't respond to reverse psychology as you perceive it to. The subconscious mind is trained based off thoughts, words, actions, habits, and experiences. If you always tell yourself, I will not be lazy, I will not be tired, the mind just hears, I am lazy, I am tired. Therefore, changing your internal language will completely change your mindset and focus towards your actions, which over time creates the life that you are currently living. Gratitude is merely a focus on what we do and have and can achieve today. 
compared to what we don't and won't. What good comes out of telling yourself to avoid the bad? Literally nothing. It would make more sense to focus on what you want to have in your life and achieve by consistently telling yourself these things already exist in your life and are present today. This is the power of affirmations into manifestations. You are the creator. You have the power to create the life you desire. You have the opportunity to dream as big as you'd like. But it takes daily focus, attention, and practice to create the life you deserve and want to experience. Life becomes very wholesome, fulfilling, and purposeful when you focus on positive perspectives and a positive attitude towards every opportunity that arises right here and right now. So I'm going to dive into seven mindfulness techniques to enhance your life and change perspectives. The first one is journaling. Writing down anything is powerful. This is why you take notes in school so you can engrave concepts or content into your mind. Therefore, writing down your daily goals, aspirations, and dreams is the most efficient way to visualize and put it into stone, the reality of what you're trying to achieve. You create the life you want by keeping track of your daily progress, daily intent and focus, and daily goals towards what you're working on, whilst also staying consistent and in tune with the process. Affirmations place positive thoughts into your mind. Manifestations place energy towards positive actions. Consistent work towards each creates better habits and over time creates the mindset and lifestyle that you desire. Number two is meditating. Meditation is the art of stillness. When you learn to truly be still in your body and mind, you begin to meditate and feel as if the two are one. Meditation is learning to be more aware and conscious of your thoughts, conditioning, and experiences as you perceive them. When thoughts or visualizations appear in your mind, it is your choice to react or objectively respond with logic and deeper perspectives in order to become enlightened. Meditation is an ancient skill that has been practiced throughout so many religions, cultures, and ages, but this has become widely known because of its power and effect on the mind in your life. When you learn to live a meditative life, you perceive everything around you with more awareness and deeper intuition. Meditation has the ability to release endorphins through your pineal gland. This is your third eye, which is where the euphoric uplifting feeling arises from. As well, when you learn to let go of unnecessary attachments and become aligned with your vibrations, your body naturally heals, grows, and flows in the highest possible direction. This effect is what makes you feel rejuvenated, calm, and feeling as if you are light like a feather. There is scientific proof that the brain connects with different frequencies when we sit in specific positions and we align our chakras or our energy hotspots. This turns on different lobes in the brain and allows the body to release good hormones. As well, if we use mudras, which are hand alignment positions, it is the way to channel your energy with purpose and direction to achieve specific results from each practice. Meditation is a life skill, so expect it to take time to master like any other. But once you start to reap the rewards of consistency, you will begin to crave this stillness, just as most will cling to a substance as a crutch for their life. 
Meditate, don't medicate. Change your mindset and be more in tune with your highest self. This is the way to connect all the dots. Now the third one, walking in nature. Nature has an amazing effect on the body and mind because it brings you back into the present while grounding you from any negative or static energy that is within you. The beauty that comes from seeing birds flying together, watching the trees sway smoothly, or seeing a river flow so gracefully are just some of the components that make Earth so amazing and beyond perfect. Fresh air is a vital aspect for life and is what most people are usually chasing when they go for a walk. The feeling of being timeless and being in tune with your surroundings is what makes being outside feel so uplifting. This is why so many people enjoy camping, sitting on the beach, or maybe climbing some mountains. The freedom and tranquility that is associated with each of these places is what humans need to feel grounded and down to earth in their life experiences. Having the ability to slow down and smell the roses is a very important part of enjoying life's journey. And as well, staying in sync with your life. If you ever feel overstimulated or anxious, just take 15 to 30 minutes and walk barefoot on grass or on the beach and see how much better you will feel after this experience. This is called grounding and is a key technique to remaining calm and at ease with your energy levels. You are an electrical vibrating being and sometimes you become overcharged with all the static energy that you naturally collect every day. Nowadays, you are also surrounded with electrical outlets and powerful circuits and all these different radio waves and EMF signals that will create an imbalance in your internal battery. Tree hugging isn't a joke. It is actually something that people will do to extract their negative energy and resonate back to their homeostasis. Set aside 20 to 30 minutes every day to walk in nature with no distractions and feel the grounding effect that brings you back to a calmer state where you function and perform at a better level. Four, reading a book. Knowledge is power, but so is having the ability to remain still and focused towards one's task. Reading books is another form of meditating, just with your eyes open and placing someone else's thoughts in your mind for the time being. Nowadays, technology has given you the tool to listen to books if you feel like reading is too difficult to make a hobby. However, the practice of reading is much better stimulation and enhancement for your mind than just listening. Your mind has to try and remain open and clear in order to create a picture that the author is trying to paint, all while trying to remain calm and still with your body. This practice of stillness is what creates an uplifting and peaceful experience from getting lost in your favorite books. Taking the time to develop your knowledge while aligning your mind and body with a deeper connection is an important mindfulness practice that will take your life to a higher potential. Try to read at least 10 to 15 pages a day to ensure daily reward of growth and having a mindset that is getting you in path and on track with the greatest mindfulness practice that is giving you so much knowledge, but as well aligning your mind, body, and soul in one spot. Number five, playing a mental game. Games are such a great way to have fun and stimulate the mind. While sometimes enjoying the company of others, it is something you can use problem-solving, comprehension, and memory-recalling skills, all to contribute towards a healthy and strong mind. 
Some games create more stillness, while others can incite creativity and quick wittiness in order to win. Depending on what game you want to enjoy, there are so many types that can help you achieve many different strengths and skills. Using a game to build the mind is an easy way to make it feel as if you're not even trying to work on it. Changing the perspective or the idea of working on your mind is one way to ensure that you're not making it feel as if it's a chore to improve your mind. Have fun and enjoy the process. Mixing in different games time to time, even ones that you're not that strong at, is a great way of expanding all the areas of growth that is possible for your potential. Choosing the right game for the right time can make all the difference in how your experience goes. Have fun and enjoy those game nights with friends because it's an easy way to work on the mind while still keeping it strong and healthy. Number six, yoga flow. Now, yoga means so much more than just this North American interpretation of stretching and holding poses in a set flow. This practice is built from thousands of years of experience towards a way of living. It is something that many people are starting to fall in love with because of the experience and feelings that they receive after doing a productive flow. Yoga has a deep principle of connecting your mind, body, and soul in order to be more present, aware, and in tune with yourself. The meditative aspects and focus towards oneness is the reason you feel so uplifted and rejuvenated after a practice. Listening to your body and remaining conscious of your breath and mind all bring together a perfect flow. People are more conscious of their body and exercise than typically their mind and their soul. Therefore, when these all become aligned, they crave the experience of what yoga delivers. Typically, a flow begins in a grounding position that brings you more into the present and in a calmer state of mind, then transitions to breath and body awareness while slowly working towards reducing tension and stress by different stretching and mobility movements. And this aligns all three of the bodies. The combination of awareness, tranquility, and attention bring about peacefulness and relaxation that align and uplift the soul. Committing to mindfulness through yoga flow is one of the easiest ways to reconnect the mind, body, and soul to a higher wavelength and restore a much better harmonious balance. So go through those flows, feel that nice meditative feeling of stillness, and reconnecting consciousness and awareness to the present, and you will reap the rewards of a great flow. And the seventh is exercise and strength training. The physical body is vastly in charge of the quality of movement that you have and is the vital part for longevity in a quality life. Living a longer life also depends on how often you strengthen your cardiovascular output, maintain strong bones and joints, and upkeep those lean muscle fibers because everyone wants to have some future endeavors and many people have this idea of working and retiring one day to then go do these things. Well, if you don't work on those uh, muscles and bones in your heart, all those things will never actually come to fruition. The saying, use it or lose it, is a true statement. Typically, one week of no focus strength or cardiovascular training is connected to one month of regression. Plus, lifting weights is scientifically proven to strengthen your bones, while cardio is proven to strengthen the heart and lungs. Both are needed at least two to three times a week just to maintain an optimal physical body. For athletes who need to perform at a higher level of output, they will need to train four to five times a week with adequate recovery and rest to maximize their potential. 
Exercise is also proven to help release healthy hormones such as endorphins, oxytocin, and dopamine, which all contribute to a healthy functioning body and mind. Having a lower resting heart rate, regulated blood pressure, and a healthy body mass index ensures the physical body can perform at an optimal level, and it will continue working or performing for as many years as possible. Creating a routine that consistently maintains focus on the physical body is crucial for you achieving your strongest body and mind. The body is a temple. Take the time to respect that and stay disciplined to just every day doing something that's going to help keep your muscles working, your your bones staying strong, and keeping your heart and lungs pumping for the better so that you can enjoy a very quality of living. Now to wrap this all up, Gratitude is what creates a positive attitude, but also creates a positive perspective. Focusing on everything you do have will make you appreciate the little things even more and helps you create a mindset that is fearless, driven, and focused towards everything you desire. When you have gratitude, you let go of doubt. You let go of worry because you know the opportunities that lie ahead of you are plentiful. You take more risks and have bigger ambitions towards all your goals. Sometimes you need to be reminded of what is right in front of you and how to remain grateful. This is a key way to never miss the bigger picture. Starting your day with a positive perspective is helpful in maximizing the opportunities that arise today. You need to lay the brick today as perfect as you can, and then you lay tomorrow's brick as perfect as it can. And before you know it, you will have that road to your dream life. Write down everything you're grateful for and remind yourself daily of those things. This will train your subconscious mind to align with positivity and help you work towards staying active and present. Procrastination is typically a byproduct of little gratitude because if you knew how much you already have, it would give you the energy to keep achieving more and change your perspective to change your life. So I am very grateful that you have taken the time to listen to be here, to be present, and to level up your mindset and to see the power of gratitude and how gratitude leads to an amazing attitude. So make the most of the gift that we have, which is the present. Keep staying focused on what you can control and just enjoy being loving, kind, and caring towards others. And what you put into the universe will find its way back to you in tenfolds. I truly believe that. And again, I'm thankful for all those who tuned in. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Keep working on the mind, the body, and the soul. Keep them in alignment. Raise your vibration to the next level. And until next time, level up.